Welcome to the Huawei, a podcast about all things recruitment and a chance for you to get to know us here at Wow Recruitment a little better. Every month, I, your host Viv Edwin, will have a different guest on here and together we will jump into topics all concerning around recruitment. So why not join us on this journey and find your own recruitment happiness? Welcome to the very first episode of the Huawei. Today, I'm joined here by the co-founder and director of Wow Recruitment, Emily McLeod. Emily has been working with Wow Recruitment for the last four years. Now, Emily believes that the recruitment process should be a happy process for everyone involved. And that includes the clients, the candidates, and us consultants. Emily also thrives in finding opportunities out of the hardest of situations and problems. Emily, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. An absolute pleasure to finally do a podcast together. I know we've been talking about doing this for for a while. I'm really excited for us to both be here. So, you know, it's amazing because I actually do know a lot of recruiters. Being a recruiter myself, a lot of us have been in the industry for a while. And it's amazing because despite being in the industry for so long, it's very rare you meet somebody who goes, you know, I love this so much that I'm going to actually start my own company. And to actually meet somebody who's actually done it and is doing it successfully. So I guess my next question would be like, what um, what things lined up for you to kind of go, you know, I'm going to start my own recruitment company? I think it's all about timing and, and being around the right people. So to answer your question around how did it line up, it was about me being surrounded by people like Daniel, who's the other founder of WOW, and having somebody in my life and in my career who put those opportunities in front of me and encourage me to take that kind of leap like you know how you've seen someone sometimes you've seen someone else to back you he was that person that believed in me enough to make me believe in myself if that makes sense so when I was working for another agency and Daniel and I would catch up every now and then and I said that I wanted to start my own business he was always so encouraging about so what do you want to do like what does that look like and and where do you want to go and it was actually his idea to go into recruitment And at first I thought, really? A recruitment agency is hard to run. But I only had to think about it for about 12 hours and I was in. Because I think I knew if I did it with someone like Daniel, again, going back to my point about it's all about the people, I knew if I did it with someone like Daniel, we would make it work together. But I also love business and love working with people. So for me, it was a no-brainer to go into recruitment where you're working on the business strategy side you're always working with problems and turning them into opportunities. And that's what business is, right? Absolutely. Choosing the problems you want to solve every single day and turning them into opportunities. So I saw that from the business standpoint. And then I know that to build a great business, you need great people. And that's the part where recruitment comes into it for me. And you've seen at WOW, a lot of our clients are startups and are growing companies. And that's where I get my kicks and my thrill from, seeing a startup hit their seed funding or their series a funding or their series b funding or hit whatever growth goals they have they don't even need to be in startup stage they could just be in growth phase um seeing businesses hit those goals with the right people because that's the crucial element right um was the biggest driver for moving into recruitment and i think we've seen it with the way we started wow having the right people to build something and then that's why you know i'm in recruitment I guess. Amazing. Because I know that you've got, you need to have the right people to build a business. Amazing. I couldn't agree with you more. 
Um, so like now going back, like, you know, you have this amazing journey of how like, you know, you started off as a recruiter and now now you have this successful company. If you could wind the clocks and think about all the skills you had when you started off as a recruiter and where you are now, mm-hmm. is there something you can think about and be like, okay, I really wish I knew how to do certain things when you started that would that would change how everything is today? Like, what do you think those skills would be? I think that's a really good question. I think, I know it's a weird one, but I think just tenacity and okay. confidence. Because if I think about when I started in recruitment versus now, I have so much confidence in the value we add as recruiters, and I wish I had that when I first started. I just know I would have been able to make more impact with the confidence I've got now. And they say, like, to be good at anything, you've got to have belief, right? And Absolutely, I just yeah. think the belief I've got in the value around what we do now, if I had that six years ago when I got into recruitment, it w- I would have got up and running so much faster. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, and I would have been able to get more people on the journey. I would have been able to make more impact with the people I was speaking to, whether it be candidates or clients. Because I just, when you're learning a new field, you don't have the belief, right? And so once you've got the belief, you've got the tenacity and the confidence and the persistence that's needed because you know you need persistence in all of those things to be a good recruiter absolutely absolutely I, I think it's a key ingredient like good recruiters are tenacious and very much and, so very yeah. much so talking about tenacity and resilience I think the next one slightly hard question mm-hmm. you game okay so next one <laughs> next question let's we're talking about how you've been resilient and you know the t- tenacity is what you needed to be successful right can you think of certain things that you've done on the way that were absolute failures and you kind of go, you know what, I really failed at doing this, but you learned from it and then you like, you just got back and you're like, okay, now I know I don't need, I can't do that. And you, you went across and like, you know, things were different from that point on. Can you think of like an instance where something like that happened? I didn't hire the right people when we first got started. I think when I, I underestimated the value of a team when you bring on new people into a business. So for example, sorry, that probably wasn't very clear, but when, you, when you're working in an agency, like you've come from a big agency, I came from a medium-sized agency. When a new person starts, they kind of learn by product of their environment because they learn by all the people around them right yeah absolutely. so you can be sitting on the floor and you're hearing so many conversations going that you can learn just by sitting at your desk because problems are coming up people are solving them on the go you're in an open plan office phone calls are being had deals are being closed complaints are coming through candidate screening calls are going like things are happening all around you where you can kind of just learn by being in the environment when you go out on your own it's just you yeah and so you try and bring a new person on and you realize holy shit, it's on me to train this person every second of the day to get them up and running. And because we couldn't afford to bring on the skill set, I thought, we'll just train them from scratch. We'll just bring people on who are really great at sales. Turns out that's not the key ingredient to a good recruiter um, because they came on, they had no idea how to recruit, they didn't have industry knowledge, they had no market insights. And getting them up and running when there was nobody else but me to train them was just taking so long. So that was... A learning curve and probably one of our biggest failures just wasting a lot of time on the wrong types of talent coming on um, it took us probably about 12 months to really figure out what we needed and it was skilled recruiters which yeah. is why then we started bringing on people who had a bit of experience that was 
and I say that's a failure because as we know, being in the space, the wrong people cost time and money and it can be detrimental. So that would, was probably one of the biggest failures at the beginning. And there was no way we could have figured that out without just giving it a go. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, and we learned so much along the way. So that's one. I mean, I could probably list so many. That's one. Do you want to know more? Yeah, give us one more. Let's go. Let's go with two. Um, our first brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our first brand? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's horrendous. So <laughs> they do say though, because like you don't, you, you start something before you're ready, and they do say if your first branding or your first marketing campaign doesn't make you cringe, then like. You, you started too late. Like <laughs> our first branding and our first website was so horrible, but we've gone through our rebrand now. But I think I also, another underestimation thing, I just didn't realize how important brand was when it's such a competitive space. I mean, we work in, I mean, recruitment's one of the most competitive industries. Absolutely. You know that. Um, and so I think probably just not valuing how much of an impact a good brand can have. And when we went to go through the rebrand, you know, getting the new brand out and the new website out, we failed a few times before we made the proper launch. Um, and that was just by things going wrong, like website not being done on time, website crashing, um, using the wrong types of developers. What else? Then when we did our rebrand, we went to do our launch, COVID hit. <laughs> and so we spent all this time and money on our rebrand and then our launch just completely failed. But here we are and we're okay here we <laughs> so. are perfect well you know you said it before i was going to get to it let's talk about covid oh. i think that's that's <laughs> been something like you know everyone talks about and it's this dreaded thing that is still going on yeah how do you think covid helped because clearly like you know wow has done really well mm. how do you think covid affected wow i actually think that whilst it was tough it was probably one of the best things to happen for us because before COVID we were really just winging it we didn't have many systems or structures we all our growth was organic it was and very reliant on myself and Daniel um, for revenue and things like that and I think that we just didn't have systems and structures so it wasn't a scalable business before COVID and I think we also had a reliant team because we were always in the office. So going to work from home made changes with that. But yeah, when COVID hit and we went to work from home and the way we communicated throughout the whole process, not only as leaders, but the team, the way they communicated back with us and the commitment and dedication we saw from the team during that time. Like I've never seen a group of people pull together so well in times of adversity. I think we were really fortunate in that we had people who really leaned into the challenge and didn't step back or shy away from the fact that it was going to be hard like our entire team just leaned in like what do you need us to do how can we get through this together we don't want anybody to be we didn't want to let go of anybody so we wanted to make sure we all came through the other side together and it was like what do we need to do to, to do that and team members were having conversations around well no we'll all go to four days or three days so we can all stay versus have you know two people be let go and yeah. then have other people stay full time like they were suggestions coming from the team saying that's amazing let's move that's... to four days let's move to three days so that we can all stay um and so and then during that time everybody figured out how to work from home and 
I had time to stop and reflect and think about working on the business versus in the business all the time. Yep. Because I went from having all these clients to none. <laughs> of course, of and course. And so we thought, well, now's a great time to think about the actual business. And I didn't want to just survive COVID. I wanted to come out thriving. Of course. So I thought, how are we going to... I just started planning our comeback from, I think, the first week from working from home because... I don't know how to sit still. So we started planning the comeback from the very beginning. And since then, we've really systemized the business. Um, We launched the new brand. Like that's, it's pretty, that's how new it is. Which looks amazing, by the way. I haven't seen the old one. So, you know, (laughs) I feel like maybe I'll see the old one and then I'll I'll appreciate our current brand even more. You You will. I'm going to show it to you. Um, So, yeah, so I forgot what I was saying. We... Oh, going through COVID and your branding. Systemized the business, mm-hmm. yeah. So we really looked at the business from a um, bird's eye view and thought, how can we put systems and structures in place so that we can scale? So we separated the business out into the six pillars. So sales, marketing, finance, operations, uh, service and product and mm-hmm. people and started thinking about how do we improve all these areas and create systems around all of this. How do we automate things? How do we make it more efficient? How do we get our guys using their strengths and working on the things that they're good at and automating the things that they don't enjoy doing? Um, so we looked at new systems, like, you know, we've got Bullhorn coming through and Hearfish and started doing a lot of that kind of thing and started putting a bit of money into digital marketing campaigns and wanted to make sure we came out strong. And I think we did exactly that because, I mean, we've had our best months in business ever since then. And we've got a PB headcount. And we brought on people like yourself. Thank you. Very, very <laughs> grateful to be here. Being able to level up our talent. Thank and you. <laughs> I think if it wasn't for that, and if it wasn't for the world almost forcing us just to stop for a second, we wouldn't have even had the time or the capacity to think about all those plans. So I think whilst it was hard and it was probably the most challenging few months in business for most people and very challenging personally as well, I think... It was one of the best things to happen. Amazing. Amazing. It's kind of like how, you know, people talk about, like, you need to take a step back and look at what you're doing and then reassess. Mm. And that's exactly what you did. And it, it turns out that that, as simple as that is, it actually, like, worked worked wonders. I think COVID made the whole world, like, that's not, I mean, I'm sure you'd find that most people you speak to, even yourself, would relate to that, though, right? Of course. Like, of course. the whole world was forced to stop and reconsider what's important and get out of I guess just going through the motions and actually get intentional yeah about what they were doing yeah I think it's 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 all about all of a sudden it stopped being about the destination and it became more about how the journey actually is is done right and enjoying the journey absolutely yeah you've got to enjoy the process that's yeah. like that's the tip I give to everybody in recruitment in business in whatever it is like you have to enjoy the process if you don't get out of whatever you're doing that's good advice very very good advice so we're talking about like the team talking about how they were all like a cohesive unit during covid everyone stuck together Mm -hmm. what is it do you you think like you know now that you're here at wow you you walk into work here and you go like comparing the other recruitment agencies or places you've worked in the past what is it about wow that you walk into and you go you know what i'm so happy to be working here and i absolutely love being here I think it's that we we've created this environment where people can show up as their full self 
and we've got a lot of different personalities in the team but I think everybody's quite comfortable being themselves and I think it's an environment where we, we want that for people and it's about individual journeys as well as the company journey and you know I do think that the values we have as a company are, are very present every day like it's not it's not one of those things where you know the company says these are our values but nobody really embodies them like we embody them on a daily basis so I think it's like the communication we have fun yeah we always have a laugh we don't take ourselves too seriously and in recruitment you can't take yourself too seriously like you have to be able to laugh it off because it is hard yeah so yeah. I think it's the fact that we have a laugh we pull together and collaborate a lot um, I mean you've come from other agencies what do you think Ooh, <laughs> this is flipping it around. <laughs> Amazing. I, I didn't, I, you know, I figured that I would be getting asked questions at some stage. I just didn't think it would happen on the first podcast. I can't help myself. That's I'm a right. recruiter. I, ask <laughs> I know, like, so are you asking about what, what I enjoyed in other places or what I enjoyed about WOW? What do you enjoy when you come here? I think I genuinely love being able to come into a workplace and be myself. Whether that is me, you know, coming in and being able to crack sarcastic humor when I need to, whether that's me walking in with, you know, my boots and my leather jacket on, or just the fact that like, you know, occasionally I can be like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not having a good day and I'm not, I'm not doing well today. I feel like just having that comfort is very important. And it's just like, to, to give you like a very, I don't know, very simplified answer, I think I love the fact that I can be more myself over here than I have been anywhere else. And that's probably something that I absolutely love about being here. So thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> okay, so as recruiters, I think like one of our most common traits is our inquisitiveness. Yeah. And so I think a good recruiter's like trait is the fact that we ask a lot of questions. So now taking into consideration your recruitment journey, which was you starting off as a recruiter and now to the point where you're the director of a company, what do you think you're still really inquisitive about even today? I think I'm a naturally curious person, um, but the thing I'm most curious about is people. And because people are the heart of a company's culture and what makes a great company, it trickles through to being curious about what makes, because I'm so curious about what makes people tick, it ends up leading through to what makes a company tick. Um, so most curious about people. And then I'm just obsessed with solving problems. So. My curiosity comes from unpacking problems and turning them into opportunities. It's just what I love doing. So I think that's what makes me enjoy business so much because it is just solving problems on a daily basis, but choosing what problems you want to solve. And I think I'm just always really curious when it comes to a problem about really unpacking that and figuring out what it is at the core and then coming up with a solution. Yeah. I dig that. That's really cool. <laughs> Okay, so we've, we've talked about WOW's history. We've talked about how you were a recruiter and then, you know, you went on this journey and you started your own company. We've been through a pandemic or we're still going through one. Like, what do you think the future holds for WOW? I'm really excited about the future of WOW. I think the pandemic gave me more belief that this company can really grow. Um, because I saw that we can, if we can make it through that, we can make it through anything, right? And if we can come out yeah, yeah, thriving instead of surviving, I think we can do anything. So I've come out with a lot of 
beliefs. So this has never really been a lifestyle business for me. I know that in recruitment, some people start it as like a lifestyle business and it's always been something that I really want to grow and scale. So I think we've got a lot of opportunity now in the market we're in with so much need for talent and so much, there's never been more of a need for recruiters in such a talent short market. So I think there's a huge opportunity, especially over the next 12 to 24 months to get some traction and really grow. And then I think from there, the sky's our limit. I think that I'd love to see some of the guys who currently got on the team turn into leaders, grow their own teams, expand interstate. I know we work interstate with our clients, but have some offices in Melbourne and Brisbane. And who knows? I mean, we're working with the US a lot, so you never the know. US is open. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, look, Emily, thank you so much for the opportunity to actually do a podcast with you. Thank you. You've been an absolutely lovely guest. And I look forward to doing many more episodes with you. And thank you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Wow Way. Please visit our website, wowrecruitment.com.au to subscribe to us and to make sure you never miss an episode. If you really enjoyed the episode, please give us a rating on Spotify or on iTunes. Alternatively, please tell a friend about us. That would be doing us a huge favor too. I look forward to joining you here again next month. From all of us here at WOW Recruitment, this is Viv signing off.